Hola, my friends. This is Joe Public. You're listening to the Public Record here on Radio Nope. It is Tuesday night. It is that time again for me to speak at you and to play music at you. There you go. So if you've tuned in, you know what to expect. Um, except you don't know what to expect. I um, Occasionally what will happen with me is I will fetishize an instrument in pop music and in rock music. I will become obsessed with said instrument. These days, it's the electric piano. And no, I am not going to completely bombard you with two hours of music with killer electric piano riffs on it. But it's going to go something like that. But before that, I thought I'd just, you know, play some music. So that's what I'm going to do.
deserts of Sudan and the gardens of Japan from Milan to Yucatan every woman's every man hit me with your rhythm stick hit me hit me ich liebe dich hit me hit me hit me With your rhythm stick Hit me slowly Hit me quick Hit me Hit me Hit me In the wilds Of Bordeaux And the vineyards Of Bordeaux Eskimo Arapaho their body to and fro Hit me with your rhythm stick Hit me, hit me Das ist gut, say fantastic Hit me, hit me, hit me Hit me with your rhythm stick It's nice to be a lunatic Hit me, hit me, hit me
That's King Crimson with Sartori in Tangier. Funny story about that song. Um, that's a fantastic headphone song. I know I've talked about, you know, my thing for headphone rock before. That's a fantastic headphone song. And I know that because when that record came out, I bought it and I listened to it late at night, blaring in my headphones in my room when I was in high school. And that was a horrible decision because when you're that age, you're like super easily influenced by the like emotional content of music. So stuff in a minor key makes you sad. Stuff in like diminished minor sounds scary. Atonal music sounds like the devil, right? So I'm listening to King Crimson, the Beat album, Sartori and Tangier, on headphones, blasting in my room at like one o'clock in the morning. There's no lights on. All of the other people in my house are asleep and have been so for a very long time. Um, and and I am literally terrified. I am so terrified I can't go to sleep. Because <laughs> that's what you do when you're a teenager. Well, which what some teenagers used to do when I was one, which I'm not now. <sighs> Before that, Love and Rockets, Motorcycle. Um, I don't know, maybe like the last like really good thing Love and Rockets did. I mean, they did one album, I think one album after... Um, the record that that song came off of which i think was just called love and rockets um but yeah one no biggie so you know they'd they'd put in their time still that was a that was a great record and i liked watching them actually get to play in front of some pretty decent size audiences on the tour for that one so you know good arenas and or good good theaters and places like that where they could really enjoy themselves instead of just being in like the stinkiest nightclub in the world where the bathroom is close to this too close to the stage i'm talking to you berkeley square um before love and rockets ian dury and the blockheads hit me with your rhythm stick actually i think that one's just ian dury i don't know it's a great song though and another great song started us off david bowie with cat people putting out the fire with gasoline um, I like that version of that song. Um, I'm not so down with the one that's on, um, his, like, uh, Let's Dance album. I, I think that one's a little wimpy. But, you know, to each their own. I am Joe Public. You're listening to The Public Record here on Radio Nope. Tuesday night, the Tuesday night thing. I did, at the top of the show, sort of announced, yes, I'm going to do a bit of a theme. I'm not doing the theme for the whole show, but it is going to take up most of the show. Um, and and I'll get into that later. Uh, but if, you've, if you're a regular listener, you know I do these things to you, and I'm sorry. Not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. This is a weird little track that I just... This is a typical, like, Joe Public thing, just, you know, streaming music and ran across this and went, oh, I'm going to play this. All right. So there you go. Yep.
I have no idea whatsoever what that song is about. No, I frickin' dia. <laughs> but I do know that is mud. And if you're an American, you may have never heard of them. Unless you're a record-collecting geek, or you're really into glitter rock, which I kind of was. Um, before that, Brian Ferry, who you probably have heard of, with his cover of Let's, Let's Stick Together, featuring... Jerry Hall going, squeal, 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 um, before Mick Jagger stole her away from him. Yeah, those guys don't like each other. Um, before that, status quo, status quo I'm going to say it properly, status quo with Spinning Wheel Blues, Alvin Stardust with a unashamed ripoff of uh, Norman Greenbaum's uh, Spirit in the Sky with My Kukachu. I'm seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to go on down a rabbit hole and find out if anybody sued anybody else or if they just freaking paid royalties or whatever. I don't know. But seriously, Alvin Stardust, seriously, that's some other dude's song. 
completely that. Stars with Cherry Baby started us off. I'm, I'm, I'm digging the glitter rock thing, and I've got this whole thing I'm going to do in a little bit that I've been teasing since the top of the show, but I, I want to play some more glitter rock, so that's what I'm going to do. Um, and the the next uh, next song, like next glitter rock hit, um, you might recognize the singer on this one because he is the singer on what is very probably the biggest selling um, rock and roll album of all time. Um, At the very least, it is the flat out biggest selling hard rock record of all time. Um, You may know him as the front man for ACDC, but uh, before that happened, he fronted a little band from Newcastle called Jordy. I can
so I have a devoted listener who um, who tunes in pretty much every week, uh, and and he's a, a dear dear old friend. I mean, when I say he's an old friend, he's as old as I am, almost. I mean, nobody's as old as I am, but he's almost as old as I am. And we've literally been friends since we were babies. So, uh, hey there, Matt. How's it going? Um, and <laughs> Matt f- seldom, he doesn't he doesn't come onto the chat. He will just text me in the midst of the show to let me know what he thinks about things. And sometimes he just, you know, he's, 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 chi- he's agreeing with me. Most of the time he's letting me know, you know, dude, don't, don't play that damn song. And, um... So, hopefully, Matt, the Ian Hunter song, Once Bitten, Twice Shy, that I just played made up for the pain that you suffered at the top of that set. Uh, before Ian Hunter, there was Susie Quattro with 48 Crash. Wizard did see My Baby Jive. Wizard's a hella weird band. So, Wizard is uh, Roy Wood, who was in The Move, and then founded the Electric Light Orchestra with Jeff Lynne and then got kicked out. And after he was kicked out of ELO, he founded Wizard. And Wizard is freaking strange. If you want to see weird crap, go to YouTube and, and type, it's W-I-Z-Z-A-R-D, and look for any of their Top of the Pops appearances. Just nuts. Absolutely nuts. Anyway... A song Matt wanted to let me know I shouldn't have played was the top of the set, Jordy, with All Because of You, featuring Brian Johnson, who went on to uh, massive fame and riches with ACDC. But that was uh, that was the beginning for Mr. Brian Johnson right there. That's, that's what that was about. I'm Joe Public. You're listening to The Public Record on Radio Nope. I am happy to have you here tonight uh, or tomorrow if you're listening on the on a podcast because you can do that on your favorite podcasting application because because i'm i'm on all of them it's true if you're already listening to that you know this if you if you don't know this i'm not trying to scare you away from listening live because I, I i would like to know that there's somebody out there paying attention to me um but you know if it's inconvenient I, i'm happy to have you listen on the pod listen on the pod so there you go so I've been threatening the entire show to go into this theme. So I had mentioned at the very top of the show, I am prone to fetishizing instruments in uh, rock and roll and R&B and pop music. I will get obsessed with the drums. That's actually probably the most common one for me to become obsessed with. I, I become obsessed with drums. And then I only want to listen to songs that have like incredible drummers on, on them and and I get like I get super picky if I'm listening to a song and the and the drummer's just weak as crap. Um, and yeah, so you know that's co- common one for me. Um, I don't generally like get like way into guitar players, which is funny because I am one. And you know I I've got my heroes out there, but you know guitar is guitar. And actually, I think like guitar is so omnipresent in rock and roll. Um, as to be somewhat boring. So every once in a while I'll get really into a, an instrument and I got really, really into electric piano. There you go. Electric piano. Fender Rhodes or Wurlitzer, I don't care. It doesn't really matter to me, even though I'm as, I'm, I'm geeky enough. I'm music geeky enough to actually be able to tell the difference when I'm, to what I'm listening to. 
Um, but I don't really care. I just, I dig electric piano and I've gotten really, really weirdly obsessed with it in the past week. So that means you all get a whole like thing of like amazing electric piano rock. And you think, you think I'm going to do something horrible and I'm not because this is the song that started it all for me. This is Ray Charles.
That's the flippin' geniuses of Radiohead with everything in its right place. I'm one of those people who was very late to the Radiohead party. Um, I was too stuck on uh, Creep, which I thought, while it was a... Like, the first few times I heard it, I thought, oh, that's a good song. And then I went, you know what? This is a dumb song. This is a truly dumb song. And... And then I saw them, like, I think I saw them, they were performing at, like, MTV Spring Break, and they played that song, and I just, I hated everything about the band. Like, I looked at them and just went, die. Um, so I was really late to the Radiohead party, and, and, and basically got, like, dragged in when enough people who I really, really like said, no, dude you're going to love this stuff. And then I started going through their subsequent records and going, Oh my God, I almost missed this. Um, so yeah, flipping geniuses. I even give them credit for trying to change the business model of selling records. Um, the, the two artists who I think rock artists who I think tried the hardest, to find a find a path forward post Napster um, were Trent Reznor with Nine Inch Nails and Radiohead. Um, Radiohead's thing of, here's our record, pay us what you want to pay us for it, um, I thought was kind of genius. Um, because really, really dedicated fans gave them a whole bunch of money for it, and people were just like, oh, I'll check it out. Gave them, you know, a couple bucks. Um, and I think that that, could have worked really well if they hadn't been totally swimming upstream against a whole industry that was just basically punching itself in the dick repeatedly about, no, we can't change. We're not going to evolve. Um, and I could, I could go on and on about the things, uh, Trent Reznor tried to do to try and evolve the model. Um, I thought they were really, 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 really smart. Um, However, I think they were a little misguided in that they only really work for your, if, if you have a really large dedicated fan base, because they had like elite packages, you could buy the elite, like top tier package of the LP and, and you got all kinds of extra cool stuff. Um, but it was kind of expensive. And so that's only going to work if you really have fans. Um, it's not going to work for somebody who's just starting out. So it was kind of eh at that. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, before that, Steely Dan, Babylon Sisters, um, Billy Preston, Out of Space, and Ray Charles with What I Say, Part 1 and 2. Usually you only hear Part 1. I, I wanted to play the full deal. I loved that song. And it's the origin of my uh, love of electric piano. So there you go. And so what got me onto this whole electric piano groove thing, I did my prog rock show a few weeks ago and um, like just went, oh, you know what I'm going to do with that? I'm going to play a song, a random song that I, like, I kind of know. Um, I'm going to play this random song and I'm going to see what happens. And I totally dug it and it's been stuck in my head forever. And I then actually it's been on pretty much constant repeat on uh, my my streaming playlists since then. So you get to hear it again. This is Curved Air with Backstreet Love on the public record. 
Junior's grades. Job is like a haystack needle. 
Thanks a lot. Wow. New York, just like I pictured it. Skyscraper and everything. Hey, hey, brother. Hey, come here, Slick. Hey, you look, you look hip, man. Hey, you want to make yourself five bucks, man? Yeah, brother. Hey, look here, run this car street for me right quick, okay? Run this car street for me. What? Huh? I don't know. What? I'm just going across the street. Take your mouth. Oh, no. What I do? Turn around, turn around. Put your hands behind your back. Let's go, let's go. A jury of your peers having found you guilty. Ten years. What? Come on, come on. Get in that cell, nigga. God, no.
you just can't tell Some they will and some they won't Some it's just as well You can laugh at my behavior And that'll never bother me Say the devil is my savior But I don't pay no heed And I will go out shining You're shining like brand new I'll never look behind me That's Super Tramp with Goodbye Stranger. So, hmm. Huh. Sorry about that one to another good friend who was like, oh, probably not literally. Maybe literally. public here listening to the public record before super tramp we heard stevie wonder with living for the city van halen did end the cradle will rock and i had to play that one because as a kid i actually knew the first time i heard that song that the main instrument on there was not a guitar that it was a really really distorted electric piano i recognized it 
at like 13 years old, 14 years old. I'm like, ah, that's a keyboard, which is a huge, huge deal. So everybody probably remembers like Van Halen jump synthesizer song, right? Synth pop song Van Halen did in 1984 on the album of the same name and it's a song that caused a lot of controversy like hardcore van halen fans were annoyed upset maybe hated it david lee roth apparently made noise about we're not a keyboard band the reality is is that the the keyboard song the first van halen keyboard song was in fact and the cradle will rock um yeah, and David Lee Roth didn't have a problem with that one because Ed made the keyboard sound like a guitar. Uh, but it wasn't. It wasn't. So there you go. EVH on the keyboards and the cradle will rock. Before that, Curved Air, Backstreet Love. Um, I Okay, so Curved Air, progressive rock man fronted by a woman, which is super like unusual... I think they're the only one, maybe, maybe the only one ever. And she totally owns that band, right? Like I, I got intrigued after finding that song and like went down a rabbit hole and was like, oh my God, she totally owns the band. Like in a way that John Anderson of Yes never could have in a way that, oh, I don't know, Roger Waters totally couldn't pull off with pink floyd um she owns curved air she like shushed people out of the band and, like did her own thing and went on forever Stuart copeland from the police was in curved air for christ's sake before he was in the police that's i mean just uh, uh but i love this song i love the there's like weird musical intervals that happen in that song and i really dig it so there you go i'm joe public you're listening to the public record i'm doing the like I'm I'm trashing the universe with uh, with too much electric piano. Um, this one either gets me like points or or banned forever. Oh 
so find another fool like before of headphone music there's some right there from the alan parsons project that's eye in the sky by request to go along with my uh my electric piano fiasco here tonight on the public record before that you heard wings with a little luck um i was relating in the chat how um when my daughter was born for a good solid about two months i could not listen to anything but wings which was really weird because for one, okay, so this is in the era before there's streaming. I mean, there's barely iTunes. Um, and, and, and being as I'm a, you know, I'm a law abiding citizen. I wasn't going to go on the like, you know, file sharing and grab all the wing songs. Um, and I had a very limited amount of their music in my collection. So, I trucked on down to Rasputin's Records, used record store, uh, went to the Concord store, and I bought all of their Wings CDs. All of them. All of them. Because it was all I could listen to. And I listen to music all the time. And so not being able to listen to anything but that. Like it was this weird little box that I painted myself into. I had to, I could only listen to nice music. That was the deal. And Wings is nice. And uh yeah, yeah, and it totally served me well because, you know, my kid is like fifteen years old and she listens to really offensive hip hop now. So there you go. There you go. She listens to other stuff too, but yeah, really offensive hip, like stuff where I'm like, did he just say what I think he said? Anyway, 
Unjo Public, thank you for tuning in. I am almost done. I'm 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 basically out of here with one last song, and uh, I will be back next week. I appreciate you tuning in, and uh, I will see you then. That is the way it goes. This last electric piano uh, fiasco song is from George Duke. This is called Capricorn on the public record. Uh-huh.